Hey, pop punk enthusiasts, welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you're new here, hey, welcome to the Pop Punk Promo family. I am so glad that you are here and you stumbled across our little podcast. Here, we like to interview small and independent artists in the pop punk scene, and we focus heavily on interviewing women in the scene. Now, women don't often get the same chance that men do in music at all. They're often swept to the side and not taken as seriously. And here at Pop Punk Promo, we love to support and uplift women and give them the same chances as their male counterparts. We focus about 90% of our efforts on women in the scene. And up until this point, we have really just been interviewing women musicians. And I'd really love to expand that reach to get any other empowering women in music, whether that be management, marketing, PR, or any other area of the industry. I'd really love to get as many strong women in music on this podcast as possible. Those of you who have been tuning in for a while may know that we did a Women in Music Roundtable episode a few weeks back, and that was extremely enlightening. It was so cool and just awesome to sit down with a group of women who love music, who are professionals in music in all different parts of the industry, and just hear their stories and see what it's like to truly be a woman in the music industry. I would really like to do another one of those sometime in the near future and get more powerful women on the show and chatting with each other and making their stories known. Now, if that's something you're interested in and you haven't heard the episode yet, please go back. I think it's about four or five episodes back. It's the Women in Music Roundtable. It is amazing. I've got six amazing guests that you guys can listen to and you're going to love it and get a ton of insight into the industry. These women give advice on how to get your foot in the door, what they love about their job in the industry specifically, and any hardships that they have faced and how they've overcome some of that. So if that's something that you're really interested in listening and learning about, I definitely recommend you check that out. If you yourself are an independent artist in the scene or you know an independent artist in the scene looking for a little bit of extra promo and wanting to do some interviews to get themselves out there, absolutely reach out to poppunkpromo.com and fill out a form where you can request to get a featured artist interview. Like I said, go to poppunkpromo.com and on the homepage, scroll all the way down to the bottom. It'll say featured artist inquiry. You can fill that out and we will reach back out to you. Hopefully, you'll get a featured artist segment. It's pretty easy to get a segment on here. You just have to be an independent artist. There's no follow requirement or anything like that on social media. You just have to be a good, honest person and love what we do. We'll reach back out and we'll definitely have a chat with you. Now, most of you that have been here for a while know that I've been releasing episodes every single week for a year. That's right, Pop Punk Promo has been around for just over a year now, and we have been putting out episodes every single week with the exception of when I'm sick or out of town, and that only happened maybe a total of five times in the last year. With that being said, I still work a full-time job, and I'm actually in the process of switching jobs right now with a completely different schedule, and I've been feeling a little overwhelmed with everything, so I've made the difficult decision to switch Pop Punk Promo to bi-weekly. 
Now, you're still going to get amazing content. We're still going to provide you with incredible interviews from brand new artists that you've never heard of and that you want to get to know. But it'll just happen on a bi-weekly basis for the time being. Now, I might go back to full-time every week releasing, but for right now, I just... I'm feeling a little burnt out and I need to take care of myself. And of course, I absolutely love pop punk promo more than anything. It is my baby and I love doing this for you guys, but I need to make sure I'm putting myself first and taking care of myself as well. So from now on, for the foreseeable future, we will be releasing episodes bi-weekly. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't surprise you guys every once in a while. If I have an interview that I'm really wanting to get out or I have a little bit of extra motivation, energy, or time, I might give you guys an episode that you weren't expecting and I hope to keep you on your toes a little bit that way. But don't get too excited. It will still be bi-weekly and those surprises might just come every once in a while. Please remember that we do have about 50 other episodes that we have released in the past year that you are free to listen to whenever you want. So if there's an artist that has been catching your interest and you notice that we've interviewed them and you haven't listened yet, go ahead and check it out. Every interview is so incredible and every guest has been such a joy to have on. So I know you're going to love every single episode that we've released thus far and every episode that's going to come out as well so like I said if you haven't gone back and listened to a bunch of episodes that is absolutely up for grabs make sure you're listening to that and taking it all in because every episode is a little bit different and the vibes are a little bit different because we have different guests so make sure you're enjoying all of that incredible content if you're not following us on social media yet, please make sure you do. It is at Pop Punk Promo on every single platform, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, pretty much everywhere you can think of that is relevant nowadays. We are on it and we are promoting our content and our artists that we feature. So make sure you check it out. Again, that is at Pop Punk Promo. Now, I've got some really good stuff for our news segment this week. So, without further ado, let's get into some pop punk news. We're going to kick off this week's news segment with a concert review. Now, I had the absolute pleasure of going to the Boys Like Girls Speaking Our Language tour. And man, did I have an absolutely excellent time at this show. For those of you that don't know, Boys Like Girls brought along a rotating list of openers for this tour. So every few shows, they switched out some of the openers and every city got a little bit of a different experience. I went to the Minneapolis show, and some of my favorite artists of all time were at this show, and I'm just absolutely mind-blown that it even happened. So the show opened with Lolo, which a lot of you guys have known. I've loved her for a very long time, and she's the reason that this podcast even really exists in the first place. I fell in love with her music sometime before she was a part of Sad Summerfest, 
And from there on out, I just absolutely fell in love with her and her music. And I really wanted to get to know more women in the scene. And that's kind of where that started for me. Lolo came on and performed to kick off the show and she did absolutely incredible. I have been waiting so long, like I said, to actually see her perform and she absolutely stole the show. She was so energetic, so amazing, and I knew every single word to every song and I was on the barricade as I usually am and Lolo was pointing at me, she acknowledged me and that was so sick. So after her set, she went to her merch booth and I ran up there and I said hi to her and she actually did know who I was. She follows the podcast on social media. So that was super cool to finally actually get to meet her in person, see her perform and just give her the biggest praise in person because she is so cool and just rocking the scene like no other. So that was an absolutely amazing way to kick off this show. After Lolo performed, the summer set took the stage and absolutely killed it. Now, I have seen the summer set more times in the last like year and a half than I ever thought was possible in the year 2023. Now, if you guys didn't know, the summer set did break up a few years ago and we didn't think that they were going to come back again and they came back better than ever after COVID and they've been touring seemingly non-stop releasing new music and just being absolutely amazing. Now one of the really cool things about their set is they decided to do a cover of What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction which if you guys didn't know my middle school years were right deep in the heart of when One Direction were very famous and in their peak. So I was a huge Directioner as like a 12-year-old. I absolutely loved them. So hearing this literally made my little middle school heart just shatter to pieces because I never got to see One Direction live. So this was the next best thing. I think that Brian Logandale's voice is absolutely perfect for this role and the Somerset is the perfect band to bring back a cover of One Direction. This was an absolutely incredible set. I loved the Somerset and I absolutely loved watching them perform again. Following the Somerset's performance was none other than the boys of State Champs. I love State Champs so much. They are consistently in like my top three or four favorite bands every single year and I have been listening to them since 2018. They are incredible. They put on the most insane show and their crowds go so wild. Now even though Boys Like Girls was the main headline, I'm pretty sure that the State Champs crowd was the most rowdy of this entire event. They just know how to get a crowd going. They promote movement. They promote dancing. They are just so full of energy and life. And if you've never seen State Champs in concert before, I highly recommend you head out to one of their shows next time they come in your area because it is insane how amazing they are. They are some of the best live performers I've ever seen and I always have literally the best time with them. So this was another huge high for this night. And finally, the main event, Boys Like Girls hit the stage for about 120 minutes and they were killer. They were so insane. And again, 
they were a band that none of us thought we would be seeing in the year 2023 live in concert singing all of their past bangers like The Great Escape, Love Drunk, Thunder, and even a ton of new songs because they literally just released a brand new album within the last week or so. This was an absolutely insane set. They had lights everywhere. They had gigantic speakers that had light up animations all over them. It was a sight to see. They sounded absolutely incredible. I genuinely couldn't believe my eyes or my ears. This was an experience. Now, I don't think they have very many days left of the tour, but if for some reason you are able to hit them up, please do. This was an absolutely incredible experience and I wouldn't trade it for anything else. After the set was over, a few members of each of the bands all came out to hang out for a while. With the exception of Boys Like Girls, I didn't see any of them floating around. But members of State Champs were out. Derek Descanio, their lead singer, he was out and about. And even before the show started, Evan and Ryan Scott Graham were there talking to fans as well before anything had even started. But Lolo came out again as well. She was talking to some people. John Gomez of the Somerset was out chatting with some people. So it was super cool. All of these incredible musicians were out chatting with fans and making this feel like one giant get-together. It was an absolutely incredible experience. I seriously have been looking forward to this day for a very long time. Ever since it was announced, you know, months and months ago, I just couldn't even believe that it was going to be real. And it happened and it was surreal. So yeah, 10 out of 10 concert experience. This was one of the best shows I've been to in a very long time with an absolutely killer lineup. So if you guys were lucky enough to make it out there and see this show as well, you guys are some of the lucky ones. And if you didn't, I hope you guys can maybe catch some of these artists again when they come back around because this was absolutely a night I will never forget. Next up, we are gonna talk about an event that is hot in the scene right now. It's When We Were Young Fest. This past weekend, When We Were Young Fest hit Las Vegas like a storm with pop punk icons from all over, all performing in one small area with hundreds of thousands of fans all showing up to support these incredible acts. This was a two-day event with four separate stages for artists to perform at. There were performances from Green Day, Blink-182, Good Charlotte, The Offspring, Five Seconds of Summer, Waterparks, Yellow Card, Michelle Branch, Zebrahead, and so many more. There were appearances from so many iconic bands, and even people who weren't performing were showing up to support all of the other incredible acts that were there to perform. A specific highlight that absolutely blew my mind was from Bowling for Soup. So if you guys didn't know, they were the ones that actually originally sang and recorded the Phineas and Ferb theme song. And they actually did it here at When We Were Young Fest. They had a Doofenshmirtz character up on stage with them and Perry the Platypus, and they sang the whole song, and it was absolutely insane. Like, it was something I genuinely never thought I would ever see in the year 2023 or ever. I 
literally wish I was there because I loved Phineas and Ferb. I was a kid that absolutely adored that cartoon. And obviously I love Bowling for Soup as well. So this was an absolutely iconic moment from the festival. Along similar lines, Simple Plan played What's New Scooby-Doo during their set, which was one of their iconic theme songs that they sang for our cartoon as well back in the day. So this was just a day full of nostalgia, if I'm being real. And I am so jealous of every person that got to go to this event. It was so cool in so many ways. In addition to, obviously, the insane performances that you could see at this festival, there was also food, drink, there was other games you could play. There was even an X Games skate ramp available that you could watch skaters at. And Tony Hawk actually made an appearance here, which is absolutely insane. And he was seen with a ton of other celebrities as well, taking photos. And this was just absolutely insane. I cannot believe what an incredible event when we were young fest was. And this was actually the second annual when we were young fest. I really hope they do it again next year and they keep doing it, but it hasn't been announced yet, which is very interesting because the one that just occurred this year actually was announced before last year's even had occurred. So it's very interesting. I hope they continue to do it. And word has it, you know, from people that I know that did get to go, there was a very long questionnaire that was put out after the event with a ton of questions asking fans how their experience was in a ton of different ways at this festival. So I'm really hoping they get a lot of really good feedback and they're able to streamline this process even better and make it more efficient and an even better experience than it already was. It didn't seem like there was a ton of complaints or anything from fans, so it seems like it was a really successful event, and I really hope they can continue to do it in the future. I've got a few new releases to share with you guys this week. The first one comes from our friend Charlotte Sands. Her brand new song, Get Over It, is out and available now, and this is just one of a huge string of songs that she's been releasing lately. I don't know what she's up to, but I absolutely love it. And I love the consistency that she's been releasing stuff. So make sure you go ahead and listen to her brand new song. Get over it. Another new song from a pop punk promo alum, Rax. She's got a brand new song called Medusa that is out. And there was a ton of really cool promo surrounding this song. She has a snake around her. And she's holding it. It's all over her head. There's a ton of cool photos and videos for this. You can check it out on her Instagram. It's really cool. And of course, the song is amazing as well. Make sure you check it out. Rax's new song, Medusa. The last new release I've got for you guys this week is Callie Rohde's 16 Candles. Now, Callie is known for doing a ton of early 2000s inspired songs and themes. So, it's not just inspired by music of the early 2000s, but also movies. So this one's inspired by the movie 16 Candles. And one of her other recent songs, How to Lose a Girl in 10 Days, is based on How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And it's just really cool. I love what she's doing. I love all of the themes that she has to all of her music. And there's just so much thought that goes into all of her releases. So make sure you check out this brand new song by Callie Rohde, 16 Candles. 
We've got a couple of pre-saves available for you guys as well. This first one is from our friends from Set It Off. I absolutely adore this band so much, and I don't talk about them nearly as much as I should. They've got a new song called Evil People coming out this Friday. So literally as this is being released, the song will be available to you pretty soon after. So it might already be available as you're listening to this. But their brand new song, Evil People, is really cool. I'm excited to hear the whole thing. They've been teasing it. It's very dark toned, just like their most recent song, Punching Bag, was. And they're also independent now as well, which is super insane because they've had a record label for as long as I can remember. So it's really cool seeing them stem off and do their own thing separate from any labels and just do it as they want to so yeah this is a really cool song that's coming out make sure you stream it it's evil people our friend brawny has a brand new single coming out on november 1st it's called drown in your misery i absolutely love everything that brawny does and i cannot wait to hear this brand new song i'm pretty sure this is also gonna be on her upcoming debut album jaded I am so excited for her. That's going to release this spring. So I can't wait. Make sure you go ahead and pre-save Bronnie's new song, Drown in Your Misery. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that was an absolutely loaded news segment. I hope you guys really enjoyed, and I just can't believe I got to share most of that with you guys. The Boys Like Girls tour was absolutely insane, and hearing about when we were young fest just makes me so jealous of everyone who got to go and if you got to go i envy you i hope you had the best time ever it looked like the best time ever so this is all i've got for this week's news segment so without further ado i think it's time we get into our main event which is our featured artist segment I've got another really cool band to feature this week. They have got a woman lead once again, which you guys know is our focus here at Pop Punk Promo. And they were just so much fun to interview. And I just can't wait to share them with you. So without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is Smooth Brain. All right. Hey, everybody. We are here with a few members of Smooth Brain today. How are you guys all doing? Good. So good. good. Yay. So oh my to God. Be here. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are here, too. Do you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves to the listeners with your names, pronouns, and what you guys do in the band? Sure. So I'm Izzy. She, her. I am the lead singer of Smooth Brain. Nice to meet you, Izzy. Thanks. I'm Kara. I'm she, her, and I play guitar. Perfect. Nice. I'm Jordan. <laughs> I'm Jordan. I play drums and my pronouns are he, they, or whatever your little heart desires. Perfect. Yay. I'm so excited to have you guys here. This is awesome. Where are you guys all from? I'm from Jersey, South Jersey. I'm from New York, New York, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um the short version of mine is i live in brooklyn right now <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are all like in the same sort of vicinity you guys just meet up for band practice studio time whatever all that stuff yeah cool and then how do you guys all know each other 
Well, Jordan, Jordan and Jordan I, I yeah, Jordan, Jordan should tell the story. Jordan and I met on TikTok. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Yes, oh my god! Uh, please tell. I love that. We're such a Gen Z band. Um, <laughs> so I was in a band with Ben, like I want to say five years ago, and um, Hera was in a band. Well, that band was called Zombie Sunday. And Hera was in a band that's a cool name. <laughs> that uh, shared one of the members of Zombie Sunday called Glitter Witch. And that's with two V's instead of a W. Wait, what? why are those? Why do you guys have the best band names? This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zombie I wasn't in the band when they came up with the name, but I think they literally put like a like a band name generator. And that's what came up. That is that's insane. <laughs> I was going to say just I love smooth brain so much i think it's so funny because i just use that as like a you're dumb kind of thing you know smooth brain i don't know and i, I think oh, yeah. it's hilarious oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and that's funny because we did the exact opposite of a band name generator and we had a google doc with i swear to i swear to god like a hundred names that we were thinking about more that's there was probably just that 15 baseball related ones alone <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious yeah, we are a baseball band. Izzy's in Philly's territory, and we're in. New York. Yeah, we're. Anyway, anyway, I, I get so distracted. I um, I met Izzy. We were mutuals on TikTok. Now she's like TikTok famous, but I knew her when she had like 300 followers, and I reached out because we had four members at that point. Because Ben had like, like I said, we were, I was in a, a band with Ben, and we had started Smooth Brain, and Izzy, I'm sorry, and Hera tagged along, and Marin, our bassist, I knew from high school. We just needed a singer. So I reached out to Izzy because I saw she had done like a Paramore cover on TikTok. And I was like, hey, do you want to be in this like super low key, non-committal, like <laughs> you can do it if you want kind of pop punk band. <laughs> and now we're going on tour in two weeks. So that's so <laughs> sick. That's so are. cool. I That's funny that you say that Izzy's like TikTok famous because I'm pretty sure that's how I, I found you in the first place was I, I thought Izzy was a solo artist and then I was like wait hold on I also know this because I think I knew Izzy and Smooth Brain separately and then I was like wait they're the same thing, the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was like hold on this makes sense that's so funny <laughs> yeah Izzy is not one person she is I am I am multiple <laughs> Smooth um, Brain is actually five Izzy's it's actually fun. You guys are actually just a different version of Izzy. Yep. <laughs> um, wait, so who are you, who are you guys touring with? We're touring with another one down. Okay. That's so interesting. I'm, I'm wondering why I because I, I saw you guys on like a like your tour poster and I, I thought it was for something else, but maybe I'm making that up. Maybe I just saw your own tour poster and again thought you were also not Izzy. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're here today. You guys are smooth brain. And I love what you guys are doing. You guys are so sick. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about your, your newest EP, Friendly Fire? Just tell us all about it. Um, all the inspirations, um, themes, all that stuff. I, I think it's insane. It's so cool. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. Yeah. We worked really hard on this newest EP. I feel like it's, um, you know, I mean, it's what our sound matured to be at the time. I feel like now that we're writing new stuff, it's like, oh my God, we're maturing even more. But like, that really is like, it was the epitome of Smooth Brain at that point in time. <laughs> I feel like it just has everything. It has a little bit of something for everyone, whether you like hardcore music, classic rock, pop punk. Yeah. All, I, I, all rock. Like, you know, I feel like it just has like inspirations from many different genres because we mm -hmm. all come from so many different music backgrounds and stuff. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. And when I was listening to it too, I was like, cool, this is a great pop punk album. And then Scatterbrained hit me out of nowhere. I was like, is this the same band? I was like, holy shit, it, it was so much harder. And I was like, this is cool. I was like, I it completely came out of left field for me. I thought that was awesome. So, Thanks, yeah. Yeah, you guys did a great job with that. And like ending on that note too, it was awesome. So. So on our first record, we had a song called Brain Freeze that was like, we were trying to do a little bit of like, the, the edgier song on the record uh we kind of took some inspiration from like molotov by sand atlantic because that was like, oh, i love one, that song the one and that, song that record or like uh citizens of earth by neck deep from last night out to get you yeah um and then our, we worked with a producer for friendly fire and their name is hansel romero from nightlife and hansel was like oh i think you guys should give the fans a little bit of a gift and we were like what do you mean a gift and they were like I think at the end of every record, you should have a, a heavy song, a hardcore song or a punk song or something. Can you guys write that? So that's I was, awesome. I, I We did it a little bit backwards. I wrote the drums for that song first and oh. with no music. So, oh my God. So wow. I just like put like I programmed some drums and I sent it to the band and they wrote the fucking rest of it. And then I was like, what did you guys do? <laughs> well, mind you, Jordan, three out of five of us were in a hardcore band <laughs> so yeah i mean i suppose yeah yeah that makes sense that's true but, but yeah that yeah that song I, I i was literally just like vibing i was just like this is so great and then all of a sudden that song came out and i was like whoa what, what happened <laughs> i was like it's like not in a bad way i was just like it's different whoa like you know what i mean like like massively different yeah i, and I love that advice too that you're doing it like at the end of like every album or ep like that's that's super cool yeah and um the fire thing i think it kind of goes with the fire theme because even though the lyrics aren't specifically about that um i think the the vibe of itself contributes to that fire theme and mm -hmm. all the other songs on the record have something of a fire theme as well like no pressure for example i i saw it as like the like igniting a kind of this is so cheesy but igniting like a kind of passion between two best friends <laughs> um that's kind of that's kind of how i saw that um i don't think i'm allowed to talk about over again that's not my song but <laughs> is yeah. it i think you should <laughs> yeah so i wrote over again about um when my house burned down when i was 16 <sighs> and yeah that's i feel like that's kind of where we got like the fire theme from honestly well firstly that demo was called campfire song like from spongebob yeah. just always <laughs> name our demos spongebob references but that's I saw that iconic. and I was like, you know what, maybe I should just write the song about that because I've been meaning to like write a song about that and just like, you know, express those emotions that I had during that time. And I feel like that was like the perfect outlet and it honestly tied the whole EP together really well with the theme. So I was like, I'm glad I did that. It was definitely scary to do that, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah, yeah I bet that is a terrifying thing to happen to anyone. Oh my God. Like, I have so many questions that I feel like I just shouldn't ask right now, but we can talk about it later, probably. But that, <laughs> that, that must have been like, that must have been so, such, so, such, so, so traumatic. So that's really cool that you wrote a song about it, you know, and like incorporated yeah. it into into your EP. That's so cool. Thanks. Yeah. Um, how long have you guys been making music together? Two and a half years now. A little more. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We we formed... We're pandemic. Yeah. I think three years now. Oh my god yeah cool nice yeah. um and then you guys all met like online and in some or some of you did at least in some aspect that's cool 
That's cool. I feel like I, I interview a lot of bands nowadays who, like you said, Jordan, are, are Gen Z bands where they're like, like, like one band I interviewed, like they're literally in different parts of the country, like making it work. And I'm like, this is insane. Like I, it, it's so crazy, like where music has gone, you know, and you guys can get together and make stuff happen despite like where you are. That's so cool. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That is props to them for that. Honestly, that's so hard. <laughs> no, literally, I, I was like, I don't know how you're doing. Like, they only meet up like every couple like months, and I'm like, how do you even make that happen? Like, that was insane. Yeah. So, yeah, like at least you guys are in the same like block of states or same region, you know? Like, so yeah. that's that's. What? How often do you guys get together and do stuff for the band? So once a month, probably. Yeah, nice. like once. And honestly, the thing that like made me realize we could do it is uh, one of the bands we idolize is Meet Me at the Altar. And like one of them is from Jersey. One of them is from, I think, Atlanta and one of them, Florida, something like that. And that's crazy. I was like, fuck, they can do it. <laughs> like, I, I've heard stories about them literally like flying to each other. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, yeah. And, and they're like doing crazy things right now. They're touring. Well, is the Five Sauce tour still going? I don't know. But at least they were they were touring with Five Sauce. Um yeah, and they're getting booked for so many crazy things. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. And like, yeah, like like we we said, you know, like we're in the age of internet. You can do whatever you want, you know. So that's it's cool. And like even yeah, I mean, I guess taking a plane is hard, but yeah, but yeah, that's cool. Um, what kind of so what kind of got you guys started making your own music like individually? What got each of you into music? If you guys want to share some of your story, maybe start with Izzy. Yeah. Um, well, I got into music at a young age because my dad was a musician. Um, he was always like, you know, playing local gigs with his band. And we did um, open mic night when I was a kid because my dad like ran it at our local bar. And um, I was like eight years old singing in a bar. And then I was like, <laughs> I, just felt, I, just, I felt so cool when I was that age. It was wild. Like, I just remember singing on like Monday night. And then going to school the next day and being like, oh, my God, I'm like, yeah, I spent the night at the bar last night. My friends are like, what? What? No, you're eight. Like, like eight, year, eight, eight years old, they're just like, why do you even care about why? a bar? Like, <laughs> no, that's funny. But it was, it was so much fun. I really liked doing that stuff. And it really did get me into wanting to, like, do this a lot, like, do it kind of for a living. So, yeah, that's where I got my start. That's sick. I love that. Thanks. Uh, Jordan, maybe you want to go next? Yeah, sure. I mean, honestly, I just played a lot of Guitar Hero when I was like nine. Hell <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too, brother. I love Guitar Hero. Which one? Which one is your Guitar favorite? Guitar Hero 3. I, I, when I, and then I picked it back up over the pandemic and I finally beat through the fire and flames. Hell yeah, I don't think I'll ever beat that. But <laughs> I, that's impressive. That is very impressive. Like on Expert? Oh, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I was, I was sitting there during that intro, holding my my first finger. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. But then, uh, yeah. when I was ten, I started taking like real guitar lessons, which I, it's kind of a funny story. I was at an Apple store learning how to use GarageBand, and there was a guy there who was like, "You have no business doing this unless you know how to play the guitar." And I was like, "Cool, I'm ten. And then <laughs> I started taking lessons, and then I did School of Rock for like six years, and. I, I this is this is uh it's kind of where it led me that's so cool oh my god awesome nice yeah I I also grew up on guitar hero and then it made me want to play guitar and then I was like playing real guitar is hard and then I just didn't do it so 
<laughs> basically yeah all right Hera, how did you get started in music well, I'm a little older than y'all, so like Guitar Hero was out after I started Guitar, like the first Guitar Hero. But yeah. um, I think I started, like, I found my dad's guitar in a closet that he had like tried to learn. And I was like, I need to know this when I was like nine. And then so I just taught myself like guitar. And then um, I mostly played like rock and like Izzy said, we all come from like really different backgrounds, not really different, like mostly guitar based music, but, yeah. um, and then, yeah. So pop punk is like really kind of a challenge for me. I would say it's like, not really? my, it's not my default at all, but it's also like what we all grew up on. Like, I think yeah. we all grew up on different eras of pop punk. Yeah. Um, what, what genre do you say that you're most comfortable with? Uh, like classic rock and like blues yeah okay. cool yeah, yeah that's awesome I mean it's it's still in like the rock realm you know like exactly. I, I feel like the definition of rock music is so it's so different like it, it's very expansive I guess is the word I'm, I'm looking for and like people who yeah. like there's something pop punk it might be like not actually true pop punk it's something else you know like there's it, there's a blend of of genres for most music anyways nowadays so yeah I don't know that's cool though that yeah. you guys all came together from different backgrounds and you're like let's make something cool yeah and i think like that's kind of what makes it really cool is that we all add something different because like a lot of pop punk bands have you know five white dudes and who grew up on the same five white <laughs> dudes in pop punk which is like totally fine like the music is great like i'm a huge fan of all those bands but like i think the fact that we bring something different from a million different genres like i think somebody hinted at it before i was in a metal i screamed in a metalcore band before i was in this band Sick. that was like my number one <laughs> priority and yeah. like i bring i think a little bit of the heavy stuff and Marin brings a little bit of the hardcore stuff Hera brings the classic rock izzy brings a million different things because she's incredible <laughs> i think that's kind of what makes us kind of swoop brain you know yeah we forgot to say that then brings a fallout boy it's not a smooth brain call or interview without a ben fallout boy mention <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's just like hardcore fallout boy loves them to the core yes oh yeah oh yes. yeah i love that i i mean i love fallout boy too i feel like you can't be a part of like the scene without at least recognizing follow boy and they're they're amazing they've done so many cool things for the scene and like they're just good dudes so yeah, I love them. Um, okay, so you guys kind of you guys kind of already talked about it. You you said like all of your your music tastes come together. And that's kind of what makes smooth brand. But what would you guys say is kind of like your personal brand and like what do you want people to to feel or associate smooth brain with when they think of your band? I know that's yeah. a hard question. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I can take this one because um when I was putting together our like press bio. Something that came to mind was I was like, why does Smooth Brain exist? And I thought about how there's a lot of kind of bullshit going on in the world right now. And a lot of it is targeted at queer folks. And yeah. um, a lot of it isn't, but a lot of it is. And since we're a mostly queer band, I thought about how we can address that. And I think mm -hmm. there's two ways to do it. I think there's anger and rage and fighting back. And I also think there's escapism and joy and feeling togetherness and community at shows and when you listen to music and i you know you think about what should you do i think we do both 
<laughs> I think we provide both a place to fight back and it's directly addressed at shows and in some songs. And also we just like, we sing about relationships and, and like we have a queer song called It's All Right. And I think it's possible to be both pissed off and joyous at the same time. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And I, I love the mission of like, you know, kind of standing up for the queer community as well, because I am also part of that community as well. I I'm bisexual. I have a girlfriend. So, yeah. <laughs> Fireworks. Hell yes. Hell what yes. was that? That's crazy. <laughs> that, you didn't, did, did that you that on that? <laughs> Why? That how come the, I don't have that? That was the perfect timing for that. Did you do that on purpose? No, I mean, what? I knew that, like, <laughs> I know that like, it doesn't on FaceTime now uh, on mm-hmm. Um, on the new iOS, but I didn't know that it was doing it on. We're on Google Meet right now for, yeah. for peel back the curtain a little bit, but yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, well, it's, it's, so for the people who didn't see what just happened on on the podcast, it, there was just a fireworks filter everywhere when I said, "Hell yeah, queer people!" So <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? How are you doing that? I think it, so it must cool. be the new iOS or something. That's insane. That's so funny. Anyway, I don't even remember what I was talking about, but. <laughs> I think queer community, queer community, being gay, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think there definitely there needs to be a, a safe space for for queer people to enjoy music and en- enjoy things that they love. And I I think that's a very important mission that that you brought up. And that's that's really cool that you want everyone to feel just safe in in your environment, like whether it's your live music or just listening to your music. I think that's a very important thing. So. I think a big thing, yeah, like you said um, before with like, we can work digitally on our own and like send Google Drive links. A big thing for us is like, because we are a queer band, we and we all like genuinely like each other and our friends, is that like what we want to convey on stage is that like, we want to build a community where people feel safe and see like queer people doing things they love and like, having fun and dancing and like not being judged or, you know, being in a space with people who look like you and who don't look like you and that's okay. And you can all occupy the same space and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's such an important um, mission just to have in general. And I, yeah, I think that's awesome. And yeah, I, I really hope that, you know, the queer community feels really safe, like with you guys and just like making sure you express that all the time too. And it's very important for, for everyone to have someone to look up to that, like you said, looks like them, maybe doesn't look like them and just see everyone living together and making good music, having fun, whatever. So that's very cool. So I have a question for for more of, of the gals in the room. So a lot of what I do on on this podcast is it's it's mostly uplifting women in the scene is is the biggest thing I do. Um, so I'm kind of wondering, have you guys felt any any like discrimination for being a woman in the scene or making music? Have you guys felt any kind of hardship throughout that? What has like been your experience? It's like it's hard because I feel like maybe not to my face like I can't really remember a specific time where somebody's been like oh you're a girl but it's just like (laughs) I I feel like sometimes I I worry about that maybe it's just me but I don't know I I feel like you know maybe people are like looking at me like oh you're a girl but it's just like oh that's what society is like 
you know put into my brain it's like I shouldn't feel like that like no I I'm doing this I belong here I know I do so like yeah I don't know I I feel like so many people in this scene specifically probably don't do that which is awesome and good but Mm -hmm. like you get out of the scene and it's like oh people so they might be nasty they they might be mean (laughs) yeah yeah and I guess um one thing I always like to bring up too is how like especially like up until you know the recent like recent probably five years there was like very few women in pop punk to look up to there was like Haley Williams Avril Lavigne maybe like um Lynn Gunn and that was like it you know what I mean like those are like the three people that we could look up to and like everyone is comparing any woman they see in the scene to Haley Williams like she's amazing she's incredible but you can't they can't all be her you know what I mean and it's like it's like why can't you be Izzy Gunn? Why can't you just be yourself, right? Like yeah, no, like, I, I totally have had that comparison too before. And like, don't get me wrong, I that is such a compliment. I love Haley Williams. Like, I grew up fucking idolizing her. But like, I'm me, you know. Like, yeah. I, I, just because I sound a little like her doesn't mean I want to like strive to be that and be her. Like, I do want to have my own sound. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I, I, for some reason, society feels the need to categorize women into like you know categories of who they're they they are like they seem like you know like you don't see dudes being like oh that dude in the band he's totally like pete wentz like that just doesn't happen you know what i mean like at least not even close to as much as it does with women and yeah so i don't know i i guess i'm glad that you you haven't felt like a ton of like you know discrimination as far like like you know as far as being a woman in the scene yet but just yeah I feel like a lot of it is internalized like you said it's it's a lot of watching other people and being like oh well they're judging me for who I am you know so yeah yeah do you have any thoughts on that at all Hera? I have so many thoughts on that (laughs) and and, like say all of them but I mean like I think we make a good effort to surround ourselves with people and like, like sometimes it's outside of our control, but people who like bands that we want to play with that embody, you know, diversity and like all shapes of life. And like we said, like people who look like you, people who don't look like you, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I also have sort of a unique perspective as like a female athlete as well. I play baseball, like men's baseball. I'm usually the only girl. So nice. I've gotten way more shit on for that than for playing guitar. And I think, yeah. about, like, of course, our space is there's like Haley Williams, but then there's like Joan Jett, who's one of my favorites and all these mm-hmm. like older female musicians who like played an instrument too. You know, there's, I don't know, there's something unique about like seeing a woman like, be able to express every feeling whether it be like romance or like i'm angry as fuck you know <laughs> like yeah. and called a bitch for it <laughs> oh, um, yeah. so you know i think what we do is like we just try and like get better as musicians and as artists and also like comment on our experience and like the world around us and yeah. you know you can't control what other people say unfortunately <laughs> But yeah. this, like you said, like 10 years ago, we would be, I'm sure we would have way more experiences with like people tokenizing us or something, you know? 
Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like we're in such a good age right now for women in like heavier music. You know, I feel like there's a lot more success happening surrounding like women or queer people like having success in the scene and actually being known and not just shoved aside because you're a woman or you're queer, or whatever, you know, and like I it, it's a very good thing we have going right now and I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes you know and, and that's why I'm here I'm here to to interview and chat with independent small artists people who don't look like all of the people you see like on the headlines exactly so and that's why you guys are here and I really like what you guys are doing so well we love up. what you're doing thank so, you yeah, <laughs> thank you that means a lot um yeah so Let's talk about TikTok for a second. So you guys utilize TikTok for promotion. Do you mostly just use, is it just Izzy's individual TikTok or do you have like a smooth brain TikTok as well? Or yeah, we have a smooth same? brain TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. How do you guys feel about the platform? Do you feel like it's kind of brought you some success or do you have like struggles with it? How do you kind of feel about it as far as music promotion goes? It's hard with music promotion, I feel like, um, just solely because it TikTok itself as a platform is so, like, I don't want to say watered down, but it's just, it has so much content, so many people trying to, like, push the same thing, push the same idea, that it's it's hard to be original at this point. Like, it really is. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to, like, come up with your own creative idea for a TikTok, like, and somebody else hasn't done it and stuff yeah. like that, which, like, it's fine to, like, you know copy other people's tiktoks and do that like trends and stuff but i don't know i think specifically for music promotion it is hard i feel like we've probably had some success with it but i can't say how many like fans have actually translated from tiktok because i just feel like we're not we're not quite there yet like we're still we're still trying on the tiktok i feel like we're about to break 1k on tiktok soon so maybe nice. after that like when we can go live and stuff i feel like you have to like utilize all of the things on the platform for it to work. Like if you're not like going live, if you're not like editing in app, I I've learned a lot about the algorithm <laughs> and stuff just because I've been like, I'm curious, like I want to research, I want to like see what works, see what doesn't. And I don't know, I feel like once we can like go live and like utilize all of the in-app experiences, then maybe mm -hmm. we'll be able to build a little bit more. But I feel like yeah. it's, it's a useful platform all in all. I feel like it brings people together. So that's that's yeah. good that's a good thing right like <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool and I kind of feel the same way I I'm also like almost at 1k and I'm trying so hard so I can go live because I'm I'm like I just I just want to it just sounds yeah. fun right and like yeah, yeah. and like who knows what I could do with it I could just be like hey and play some songs from from artists that I've, I've interviewed you know and people can just hear it that way you know like I I don't know what I do yet but I just want to get there you know what I mean yeah, like no, it's yeah. and it is frustrating that that it won't even let you go live until you get to that part because you, you feel like you can't like you said fully utilize all the resources that the app has for you and it mm -hmm. kind of just puts you a step back which sucks but yeah. it is what it is so yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like TikTok is definitely a frustrating platform. It can be good for music promotion, but it also can be a little shitty at times. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you guys kind of hit the nail on the head that it's a good platform for community building and it's a good opportunity, but it's really frustrating to have to navigate because at the end of the day, it is a game. Mm -hmm. um, I 
something I bring to the band is I work in music marketing full time. It's my job. And nice. um, I, you know, I see a lot of, you know, I'm in a lot of meetings where we talk about, you know, content brainstorms and uh, wow, how can we build the platform and what are, what can we be doing? And it, it's still like, no matter how many meetings you have, first of all, all of the meetings that you have, and we have a lot of content brainstorms in the band, uh, you never know if anything's going to click at all, if it's going to be worth the work. But then at the same time, you realize that you really can't exist in this day and age without doing it because mm -hmm. it's just what every platform is prioritizing. Every single one, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, yeah. everybody's prioritizing short form vertical content, YouTube too. Mm -hmm. and TikTok is our second biggest platform. YouTube is our third. And it's tough to try to spend so many of our hours focusing on content and you know like Hera has two Emmys in editing which is a, an advantage um, Whoa, but, that's and, cool. and I'll let her talk about that but like even with that huge advantage it's a lot of work and it's a lot of work that we could be spending on booking shows or writing music or or hitting the studio you know what I mean like yeah. you have to think of everything as as a kind of give and take and like what should you be utilizing your time doing and it ends up being that like half of our time is filming editing and releasing content for the social feeds and it's fine we'll play the game if we have to we have no problem working hard to get to where we want to be but it is a struggle oh yeah and like i i think that's a really good point you bring up too is that even though we live in this digital age where everything can be done from like the comfort of our homes it's like it almost adds more work because like people didn't have to worry about this, you know, like 20, 30 years ago, they would just be like, yeah, we'll hit up the studio. We'll write a banger. We'll release it. And then like, that was like it, you know, like, and maybe film like a, a music video, but like now it's like, Oh, we're, we're writing, recording, we're releasing the music video. We're also creating content, promoting the music video and the release and just like trying to keep it fresh in people's minds with this oversaturated network we have. And it's, it's crazy. So yeah, I think you make a really good point there. All right. I didn't sound like Hera wanted to talk about the Emmys. <laughs> I mean, I can talk about like, my <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm very curious about it. I am. <laughs> I worked in TV for five and a half years as a hmm. as like a, a segment producer, uh, cool. editing for live TV, and um, it's funny. Like just in the last like three or four years, I would say, you know, TikToks exploded, and obviously, and vertical form content, and it's just so interesting to me that it's like it doesn't matter the quality of the video necessarily. Right, it's, yeah. it's like, it just, if it hits the algorithm, it hits. And, you know, in TV, it's very much like has to be perfect, pristine, look, look beautiful. And, you know, which is both like, do you want to put two hours of editing into a TikTok or do you want to put five minutes into it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> the difference. Um, yeah. So you know, there's give and take there for sure. But I think it's really cool that like almost everyone can add a video now. I mean, the access oh, yeah. to that is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah for I, sure. I think you're right, Hera, that like the quality is such a funny thing because we spent a lot of time at the beginning when we didn't really know what we were doing with content being like, okay, we have to like all five of us be in a room and we have to get a camera person and we have to like all rehearse really high quality or speak at the same time really scripted when like, Honestly, just like the other day, we posted 
just Izzy point using a sound and pointing at our tour dates and it got like 2k on youtube yeah. on immediately like yeah, it's, it's ridiculous like like you you could literally spend all this time editing yourself doing like five different things and then put it together or yeah you literally just go like lol look at this we've got tour dates and people will be like they've got tour dates and then they're just like you know what i mean oh it's, it's crazy it is crazy and and, and to Hera's point you don't know what will go viral you just don't you could you could it's it's more of a gamble than a game honestly because you you don't know like it's like you try to play the game and then the game you either win or you lose and it's it's a gamble so yeah it's it's crazy yeah i feel like you could just like come up with this great idea for a tiktok and then that like will do shit but then you just post like the stupidest fucking tiktok like literally (laughs) staring at the camera just like and they're just like, yeah, I love that. It's like, they're like she's like so that? talented. Yeah, like, <laughs> so true, yes. <laughs> and at this point, there's there's TikToks, there's reels, there's shorts. Spotify's getting clips. It's like, oh my Spotify's god, Spotify's getting clips. Yeah, what? Short form video everywhere. Oh <laughs> no, like like seriously, I I think the first exposure we ever had to something like this was like Snapchat Stories, and then basically the internet was like. We love Snapchat stories and then expanded it to everywhere else. And then you saw it on Instagram and Facebook. And now they're like, ooh, you like short videos from TikTok. And now that's going everywhere. And so it's just like, yeah, the ability for us to actually focus on one thing for longer than like 10 seconds is just like, it's shrinking. Like we we have no, I'm forgetting the word, but no you know what i'm trying to say attention span right like that's the word i'm looking for no <laughs> yes. attention span it is funny yes. that the youtube was like we like the snapchat and the musically kind of business model but we hate those platforms themselves so we're gonna move on from them <laughs> right. but, but we still like it, it did develop like i think snapchat stories started out as 10 seconds and now tiktok yeah. recommends if you're trying to capture somebody's and youtube recommends if you're trying to capture somebody's attention to do it in the first second first like, second like yeah, because oh if God. somebody's not interested in the first second, they're just gonna keep yeah. scrolling. Yep. That's I suppose that's true. Wow. I, I thought it was like maybe like first three seconds. That's like three yeah. is generous, I think. Like if somebody is, you know, it depends on the user. If somebody wants to stick around for a couple seconds to see if they like something, but e- like even anecdotally, I've seen like my partner or like other people scrolling through TikTok just going, Don't care, don't care, don't care, don't yeah. care, don't care. Until like I, frozen. Oh. Unfrozen. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my apartment internet. So That's like okay. I'll see somebody scrolling, 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 don't care, don't care, don't care. Until like maybe there's like text saying what the video is about. And they'll be like, oh, I'm interested. Or if the person is attractive. Or <laughs> if, like it, no matter what it is that hooks their attention, but it's really like sometimes once one every 10 videos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely feel that. Like now that, that you put it in that perspective, like that's so right. If someone's just like hey do you like republican shit i'm like nope and then i'm just like gone like <laughs> so like you know what this I is mean? an aside but you just reminded me <laughs> why is my tiktok feed all the lives i've been seeing for the last week have been like i don't agree with gay people debate like <laughs> i don't know if that's just my feed but like maybe it's because i'm What's on gay up? tiktok and they're like oh uh, you like maybe. the word gay 
but yeah, like what yeah. is going on like this is what the fuck That's is going on crazy. maybe the algorithm's trying to get some drama in the chat like they're, yeah. just like, they're like you like gay this person doesn't fight fight fight, fight. like i feel like, like i've seen something like that before though like just some outlandish shit and then like debate go off it's like yeah why why do you why do you yeah or or like someone that? will sit there on a live and be like this is my opinion on this thing. You can't change my mind. Yeah. Like they'll be like, I'll yeah. go off the live as soon as someone changes my mind. And I'm like, why? Why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> no yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. But we could go on the TikTok right. I feel like forever. I feel like we made a yeah. ton of good points, but we should move on a little bit to some music. So yes. um, so my next question for you guys, what would be your dream artist like? lineup if you could go on tour with any like three artists and you guys can have different answers if you want that's fine because oh i know that's God. hard <laughs> that's so hard i know oh i gave you three i'll just go, I'll just go like what was on my myspace is that okay yes do it um so i know i know we just talked about this but paramore yes rejects and fallout boy Hell yes, that is nice. perfectly early 2000s. I love it. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, Izzy or Jordan, still thinking. I might go <laughs> with just like the bands that inspired my songwriting the most. <laughs> and some of those are like 2020s and some of them are like 2010s. Mm -hmm. But I think my three would probably be Action Adventure, Honey Revenge. Yes. <laughs> and meet me at the altar with an honorable mention for neck deep because yeah. I think I just named three 2020s bands, but I <laughs> I think neck deep has to be on there. So you're gonna give me four, and that's gonna be what it is. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. It's three to four, whatever you want. Yeah, I I love what Honey Revenge is doing. They are so cool. Um, I'm so mad because so I if you guys follow them on Instagram, do you see that they're doing a, a University of Minnesota homecoming show this weekend? I live like 10 minutes from the University of Minnesota Ooh. and I have a wedding to go to. Out oh my of God, state. skip the wedding. What are you doing? I can't skip the wedding. It's <laughs> out of wedding state. Is it? Whose it's wedding my, is it? It's for my cousin, and I actually like my cousin. So, <laughs> and my like my my mom is going, my sister's going, so I'm like, I kind of have to go. You know, like all I'm saying is, I have I was in the same situation two years ago where I could have gone to a show or a wedding, and I went to the wedding, and now I hella regret it. Okay, well here here here's my defense though. So I was like, ah, oh, darn wedding. This this sucks, but. They're coming back, like, I think, like, the following month or something, like, Honey Rend is actually doing, like, their whole, like, you know, headline tour. So I'm going to that instead. So I think it, it's a, it's it's more of a win in my book. So Fair I'm enough. excited about that. So, Fair yeah. Enough. Yeah, I love but, them. Yeah. I think they're, uh, this is a little bit dramatic, but I think they're either the best band in pop punk right now or top three. Yeah. I, I am obsessed with them, the songwriting the cleverness of the lyrics, the the sound itself. I think, I mean, like, obviously they're killing it on social media. Yeah. They're kind of like, they're, I'm just obsessed. I, I could talk about it forever. I'm obsessed. Yeah, they're cool. I, I think they would totally match your vibe. Like I could see you guys on, on the same bill for sure. Like that, that would be that I yeah yeah Izzy Izzy sees it I could that would see be it a dream. no I'm I'm so serious like 
you've got you both have the hair you have the vibes <laughs> the energy the, the queerness i love it you guys would be perfect so yeah. and they're total sweeties by the way we've met them a couple of times and <sighs> i you know I, I just think they're they've always been so nice to us and we appreciate them a lot yeah i'm yeah. excited to meet them i i got their their vip upgrade because i felt like i had to so i'm, I'm excited oh, yeah. to meet them so totally no, that's yeah. awesome yeah, and now Izzy, who would you yes. put on your dream tour list? Well, I have to say Honey Revenge too, because that's literally what came to my mind as soon as you yeah. asked that question. <laughs> it, it, it's been a Honey Revenge summer. It will continue to be a Honey Revenge fall. We love them. Yes, um, I so agree. Honey Honey Revenge. I've really been in a hot mulligan lately, so I'm gonna pick them because yeah. I really, really dig their new album. And oh, um, yeah. I'm going to say the story so far because they're one of the bands that got me into pop punk and I really like them. They're nice to my heart. Yeah. Nice. I love those answers. I love all of those answers. Um, Hot Mulligan is a band that so many people love and I wish I could love them, but there's just something it's like, it's too, it's too, it's too like whiny emo for me. Like there's something about it that I just I can't do and I'm like it, I want to love them so bad and my friends keep trying to get me into them and I'm like I just it's just not for me. I don't it's, know. It, no, it, it is it is a very specific like taste, I feel like. You yeah. have to he sounds like uh the lead singer kind of sounds like Plankton. <laughs> I, I saw this I said that to you Jordan and I the, the Plankton AI no it literally sounds like they did uh equip sunglasses in the Plankton yeah. AI it sounded exact it like literally exact I was oh. like that is I was wondering who this guy sounds like that's who <laughs> I have to tell my friend Sadie is like obsessed with Hot Mulligan, and so I, I have to tell her that that's hilarious. That was so great. And I, totally <laughs> the get, video. I totally get not liking the whiny pop punk thing. And I honestly yeah. like this is um don't cancel me, but like when I was in high school, I hated pop punk, like early <laughs> high school, like when I was like 14 or 15. And I actually yeah. I remember one time I was at Warp Tour and I had like VIP passes every year and uh i was backstage watching ben barlow warm up and i was like don't cancel me i was like this dude sounds like shit like what no, is he i'm so, I'm so glad you say like, that what? because i don't like early neck deep you oh, guys like, don't don't now, don't cancel me either i i don't like early but neck now deep. i do that's like what i was gonna say <laughs> like at first i was like this dude sounds like shit why would anybody listen to this and then i gave life's not out to get you a shot and that was the album that convinced me that pop punk is good <laughs> and now it's like I and first of all now it's one of my favorite albums of all time Hell and yeah. now I think there is something to like the I'm so upset and I'm so like emotional that I just need to yell my emotions out yeah yeah and yeah I mean that is very like classic classic pop punk for you and like I don't know it's it's funny because I if there is too much screaming or too much whininess I'm just like turned off by it I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, like early neck deep is hard for me. And the piece in the panic, however, is like my, one of my favorite albums of all time. I love that album so much, which is funny considering I don't like a lot of their other discography, but like, I love it so much. So that album cool. is incredible. I mean, there's, there's, I don't think there's a skip on it. It's no, it's one of the best pop punk. Albums. I mean, I prefer life's not out to get you, but the piece in the panic is one of the best pop punk albums ever written. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I I could talk about this forever too, but I just love all of all of the different themes about it. Each song has its own like story to it. It's it's amazing. So there was um there was a drive that we did in early March, me and Hera, 
uh, we drove, I think it was the drive from Rhode Island to Massachusetts on our weekender. And we listened to Life's Not Out to Get You and the Peace and the Panic and fall back to back. Yes, I love it. That is that is the best road trip vibes right there. I love it. All right, let's move on to another question. What are some fun things you guys like to do outside of the band, either like together or just like separately? I can go first. Um, I feel like I have many interests besides music. It's kind of crazy. I've always felt like a jack of all trades type person because I yeah. just I love doing things. I love doing so many things. I'm such a curious person. Like I'm interested in so many things. I play video games. Like that's one of my I feel like nice. top top three things to do video games. Um but I'm also interested in like business, like researching stuff, marketing, like I don't know. I feel cool. like I just have so many different interests. Cool. What's like your favorite video game to play? Mm. Well, Animal Crossing was always like my favorite <laughs> game because uh, I started playing that when it came out on Wii and I was obsessed. But yes. also, I, I hate to say it, but I like Fortnite. <laughs> I play Nothing Fortnite wrong with that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. Uh, Jordan or Hera, any, any interests outside of the band? Um. I, besides, I mean, like, honestly, all I do is go to shows and play music. But when I'm not doing that, uh, I am, like, really, really, really into baseball. And I don't know nice. if Hera was going to say the same thing. Uh, because we <laughs> have no but even though Hera works in baseball, she hates baseball. <laughs> Listen, I love playing baseball, working in baseball. But, yeah, like, you, sometimes you get sick of it. But, yes, same answer. <laughs> nice, nice. I... I cannot say that I am a baseball fanatic of any kind, but I don't know. That's cool. That's cool. So so you work in baseball, you said? Yeah. So the, the network I worked for was MLB Network. And then now I work for Tops, the baseball card company. Um, cool. So, yeah. And I also play baseball. So that's like my answer. Cool. It's like playing baseball and training for it. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love the variety of, of interests amongst the band and i'm sure your other members too have, have other interests too but yeah, yeah that's awesome that's cool um okay so what do you guys consider to be the coolest thing that's happened in your careers thus far like as a band i'm gonna Are we say, all gonna say playing with pink shift yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like dm'd us and i like flipped my shit oh i would oh my god that's insane yeah. Holy crap. When did that happen? Um, I think Jordan's frozen, but um, Jordan's back. We're good. Jordan, when did that happen? I feel like you have a better memory than any of us. <laughs> April 1st. <laughs> and I know this that was so quick. <laughs> I know this because I told somebody and they were like, this is an April Fool's joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was I like, that. oh, you don't think we could do that? You don't think we're capable? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, it happened. Here you go. That's so cool. Congratulations. That's that's literally awesome. So they just like hit you up and were like, yo, will you play a show with us? Was that just kind of how it happened? They had asked for um, local support recommendations. Hmm. And I think I responded and said that we wanted to play Syracuse or something like that. Yeah. And then like two weeks went by. So we were like, oh, guess they're guess that that is not going to happen. Whatever. We shoot our shot all the time and we get no's most of the time. So yeah. it's fine. But 
then randomly they DM'd us and they were like, hey, do you want to play Pennsylvania? And and Tara sent a, a series of um, misspelled texts to the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you were like freaking out. Just like, you guys, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. Like, I, oh my God, that's insane. No, I, I, I accidentally spelt it uh, pink shiffy and now they won't. That's all we call pink shift is pink shift. Pink shiffy. Pink shiffy. <laughs> I, I love a good inside joke. I, I one of my favorite things, honestly, is just changing the names of some of things like slightly, like either by like a letter or something, you know, and just calling things by like what they're not actually called. I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And, but I, I feel like it's tough to say what our coolest moment is because we've had a, a, a few cool things up to this point, like the no pressure video really connected with people. Yeah. For some reason, talking about the algorithm, the algorithm really pushed that one. Um, and now we're going on tour. And I think that might be the coolest thing we've ever done. You know, like, I don't yeah. know. I, I think it's only up from here. Big things coming soon. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so excited for you guys. And I'm so excited to see what you guys do. Um, we're starting to get, we're almost at the hour mark here, which is insane. I feel like this has gone by so quickly. But um, are you guys releasing any music anytime soon? Is it yeah, a we're secret? hoping to. <laughs> no, it's not a secret. <laughs> yes, we we just genuinely don't know exactly when right the second, but we're hoping by next year, like spring or something, that would be the goal. Maybe earlier if we can get it done, that would be awesome. But we have nice. tons, tons. Yeah, if we hustle. We have tons of new music in the works, though. We are writing machines right now. We're just also like, we're trying to like write new music and then also like get ready for tours. So we're kind of like bouncing back and forth, but yeah, it's it's been fun. We'll definitely focus a lot more on writing and stuff when we get back. Oh, that's so cool. Machine gears are turning. <laughs> we have, I think five songs fully demoed and ready for the next step. And then like, I think 15 to 20 more in the wheelhouse. Nice. Um, so Smooth Brain LP2, hopefully coming soon. Woo! I'm so excited. That's gonna be so awesome. I I can't wait to see what you guys do. Genuinely, I love everything you guys are doing, and you guys are on a good path. So, yeah, congratulations on the tour. Um, yeah, and I hope you guys have a really good time on tour. So, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he just he just blew like hearts out of his mouth. That was amazing. <laughs> and then no, he froze. Yeah, he <laughs> Oh no! Oh, there, oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, stop doing it. You keep freezing. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. Okay, is there anything else you guys want listeners to know at all? Any any messages you want to send out before we we end our chat here today? Come at see us on brain tour. music. Yeah, come Follow see us, us on tour. Hell yeah! At smooth brain music. We make average content. Follow us. <laughs> okay, maybe content. average content, but incredible music. How about that? <laughs> He's going to do it again. Woo! <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. It, it's been so fun getting to know you guys. And I hope to keep you guys in my circle. And yeah, reach out for anything you guys need. I'll, I'll be here. So thanks. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Have a good day, guys. All right, everybody, that was my interview with Smooth Brain. I hope you guys really enjoyed this interview today. They were so much fun to have on. Just a really cool, talented, quirky bunch of people. I absolutely love them. Make sure you follow them at Smooth Brain Music on social media. And again, I think 
as of this episode coming out, they are either on tour or just finished up their tour. So if you got to see them, congratulations. They are so cool and I can't wait for the day that I get to see them live as well. If you loved today's episode, make sure you share it with a friend that you think would love it as well. Sharing is the best way we get our content out there and it ensures that we keep growing our audience. If you love what we're doing here on Pop Punk Promo, make sure you rate us five stars on Spotify. That also makes sure that we can keep being seen by other potential fans on the platform as well. I just want to make sure that we can spread the love of music and get the word of all of these incredible small artists out to the world and get them a few extra fans. Make sure you visit poppunkpromo.com for everything and anything involving this podcast. We have an entire list of all of the musicians that we have interviewed and featured on our show. We have links to every single episode on our website as well as links to listening to every single artist as well. We have a Patreon you can subscribe to. We have a store where you can purchase merch, all of that good stuff. So make sure you check it out, poppunkpromo.com. This is where we're going to have to leave you this week, pop punk enthusiasts. Thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode. And please remember that we are switching to a semi-temporary bi-weekly schedule of release from here on out. So we won't catch you again next week, but the following week with a brand new episode of Pop Punk Promo. Again, make sure you share this with anyone you think would love it. It really helps to spread the word of our podcast to other people. Until next time, Pop Punk enthusiasts, stay safe out there, take care of yourselves, and be good to each other, and we'll catch you again in the next episode. See you later! For more information on how you can become a pop punk promo featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com.